Creative Conundrums is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Hi, and welcome to Creative Conundrums. I'm Googly Doc. And I'm Senpai. We're here to talk about our struggles and triumphs as creatives. And answer creative questions asked by you, our loving and sometimes bizarre podcast family. If you have any questions for future shows, send them to creativeconundrums at outlook.com. I am the amazing, the inimitable, the incomprehensible Googly Doc. And I am Senpai, the chicken stuffed one. Chicken stuffed one? I had chicken before this. Oh, okay. And that was the only thing I had in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I was hungry. I wanted chicken. (laughs) So, what have you been up to? I I finally got off my ass uh, in the last couple weeks, and I released a YouTube video. About the lore of Nansted Heart. Did I did I send you that? I'm very proud of it. I'm proud of that I got up. No, you never sent it. Oh, okay. Well, I feel a little bit bad that I did not send it to you directly. But yeah, uh, with along with my other podcast uh, that I also put a new episode out last weekend, I put out um, a video about the uh, the lore of Nansted Heart and why I really don't like Ashara, <laughs> who's our current raid boss right now of the current tier. Oh, okay. In World of Warcraft. Yeah. 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 Wait, so you don't like the person in your guild who's running the running the No, no, the... no, no, no. No, the the raid boss? Uh-huh. Um her name is her name is Ashara and okay. she's an evil asshole and I hate her and I want her to be stopped. Okay, but why do you hate their boss or your raid party? I don't hate anybody in my raid party. But you said you're a raid boss. Yeah, no, What's she she's the boss that we have to fight. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lexicon updated. And I don't trust her. (laughs) (laughs) She's the big boss. The big bad. Probably not the biggest bad, but the the current big bad that I can punch in the face. Okay. Yeah. Which big bad can't you punch in the face? Uh, Her boss, Nazoth, who's an old god. All eldritchy and yeah. Yeah, yeah, shit happened. But yeah, I have a video about why I don't trust her and why she's a monster. And I, okay. was, and I was able to get out of bed and do that. And I'm very proud of myself for that. Very good. And then I was I was trying to make the thumbnail and I was going around my Night Elf's uh, mohawk um, mm-hmm. on Ben's original art and I couldn't erase all of it. And I'm just like, you know what, I'm having such a hard time with this. I'm just going to go ahead and put my, my little octopus over the mohawk. <laughs> ben laughed at me after. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, and then you just came back from Gen Con. Absolutely, I did. I came back from Gen Con uh, specifically so I could drink while I'm recording a podcast and almost choke myself. <coughs> Again, on walnuts. Again. No, no, this was whiskey. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I just got back from Gen Con. That is the uh, uh, quote-unquote best four days of gaming. Where he also totally took all of the googly eyes and put them on all the things, and I did share some of those on on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I had a lot of people 
who I gave googly eyes to as well, nice. who put googly eyes out. And then I found out that the googly eyes were migrating on their own around Indiana. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I also found out that some of my googly eyes were migrating around Winnipeg. So oh. it, is, it is the... Uh, the, the glitter of, of comedic crafts. Oh, that's right. Also, you had uh, you had gone to Icon a few weeks ago and had googled some other stuff. Yeah, there was literally a one-day break between conventions for me. Dear God. That's, that's <laughs> a lot of convention time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I went to Icon, and then Monday, I went to, went to my day job and, and made sure some loose ends were tied up. And then the next morning, I was driving to Indianapolis, so. That, yeah. Damn. Which was one hell of an experience, I'll tell you. There's 70,000 people there. And you don't know what that's like. This is 70,000 unique attendees. I mean, I, I, I do a little bit. Just because I, I have gone to BlizzCon. Which is I think mm. fifty thousand people, so a little bit less. Um, oh really? Dif yeah, different venue. I thought BlizzCon was like a hundred thousand. It was fifty thousand the year I went. That was back in two thousand ten. Oh okay. Yeah, so it was it was a while ago, and it, I remember sitting at like a table in a diner, and my mom's like just watching all these people go by, and she's like, "Look at all the nerds." I'm like, "Hi." <laughs> my, aunt, my aunt just kind of started laughing. <laughs> So you and your mom and your aunt went down? Uh, yeah, my, my mom kind of co-opted my aunt because she's like, I'm going to be spending all this time alone just so that you can go to a convention that I don't want you to go to alone, but you're going to also spend time with people that you know. Okay, hey, uh, sister-in-law, come with me. And she's like, okay, let's go to LA. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Wait. Didn't you have a whole bunch of people you were going to be going there with? Yeah, yeah. I I met up with some guildies out there, and then I was also dating uh, somebody, and uh, he we were long distance at the time, but we were both going along with his mm. friends. So like we yeah we just all kind of met up down there. Okay. Oh, now more about Gen Con. Um, did you see the video that I posted? Uh, possibly. Which one? The one of right before the convention open, convention doors open for the uh, dealers hall. That was the one from last year, wasn't it? No, that was this year. Is there another one this year that I didn't see? Yeah, I just I, I just posted a little bit ago. But yeah, it, it kind of gives you the idea of what's going on, where all these people are just packed, and then they just start flooding into the into the dealers hall. I want to see that from the inside sometime. That'd be cool. Oh, that was this year. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I want to see that from the inside of the dealer's, dealer's hall next year and record it. I can tell you from the icon standpoint, it was pretty... Um, it's nerve-wracking. Yeah? As, as, as an artist at, at a convention. Um, given our... Uh, like, icon is not as big as Gen Con. So... <laughs> yeah. I will say that, but yeah, uh, I could say at least from an artist standpoint for Icon here in Winnipeg, it's a little nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah, I could, I, I could definitely see that. Everybody uh, who I know who worked the dealers hall this year, mm -hmm. 
there's always a significant amount of trepidation on the Wednesday beforehand. And it, it, it's almost palpable because shipments never work out 100%, right? Is, yeah, that's true. And you know you're opening up the next day and this convention is your bread and butter. Over these four days, you're making almost a year worth of, of, of profit. So it, it's it's huge. You need to be... You need to be able to pay off your your convention space first of all because mm -hmm. that hurts because oh, yeah. it's expensive, right? Yeah, I don't and some of these some of these companies have lots of convention space. So oh yeah, for sure. And I, I don't know I don't know what the prices are for those things, but I know for like our local conventions, it's I mean it's still pretty pricey. Yeah, yeah. I like that I can kind of compare that. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, yeah, you're a writer. You know everything about, like, pricing freelance stuff, sort of. And then, like, I can actually kind of give a little bit of information about how a convention is with, like, products. That's I haven't cool. done that yet. That's next year. Next year! That, that's one thing also that I, like, I've always kind of made a choice to look more locally for convention space to be able to do stuff. Just because... I I'm terrified of shipments not happening. <laughs> it's nice to be able to be like, oh shit, I forgot something at home, and then call somebody I know to go pick it up, or I can go drive out there to pick it up because I usually have a car on those weekends. <laughs> I also make tons and tons of lists ahead of time too, so like I'm literally checking off every list. You know, I made a list for the first time this year before going to Gen Con. Really? And it was just it was just the stuff I packed. Yeah, that, I mean, that's then, what uh, I do. And then the rest, uh, I, I I wung it, wung it, winged, winged, wunged. What's a what's a past tense of winged? We're it? gonna be wunged. Wung, wung, that's wung. wunged it. I you wung wunged it. it. Okay, <laughs> I wung it. Okay, uh, so I wung it, and <sighs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, it doesn't, but it sounds great. I love okay. it. Okay, okay, so I wung it, and uh, I just went to events uh, as. I was invited or whatever, and it was it was fantastic. It, I had a great time. Met up with all of the freelancers that I've, I've worked with on different projects, and all the people that had uh, like got us to write stuff for them. It was it was it was great, absolutely great. I ended up uh, uh, I got to submit um, examples of my writing to Catalyst, uh, to Paizo. Uh, I submitted my proposal to Schwalbe Entertainment. And there's uh, something going to be talking. You know what? I'm going to leave that for later because there's a question on it. Okay. Uh, there's something else that I'm working on. Sweet. And two other projects that I also can't mention yet. <laughs> so there's two whole projects that Doc will be able to announce in the future. Mm hmm And, oh, uh, I contributed to uh, Never Going Home, which is an eldritch horror World War yes. One role-playing game. And that someone sold... googled that. Yep, I googled that. Okay. Because <laughs> well, I contributed to it, so it's okay. I can con I can do that. I'm I'm one thousand percent okay with this. <laughs> so, uh, that sold out completely. Oh wow! Congrats, yep, guys. Yep. It was fantastic, and then uh, I found out that they were, that they were running my adventure to showcase it to people. And I was totally blown away by that. That's awesome. Totally blown away. I'm so I proud of you, doc. So happy to hear that. So proud of you. 
I have a tear in my eye. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do. I'm super proud of you. Holy shit, that's it's, awesome. It's it's going good. I <laughs> have a better term. And it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. A real lot of fun. And uh, there's more coming. That's so great. And didn't you like book like a year's worth of work in like a couple hours? Yeah, all that all that stuff. Uh, that's basically booking all my work for the next year. That's great. Uh, one thing that I've also been at least kind of trying to do is I've been putting out some feelers. I haven't really found the right spot because uh, the one spot that I found is a little bit it doesn't really work well with my time. Um, oh. I've been wanting to write more and then get feedback on that writing and then be able to work on that feedback on that piece that I wrote and then kind of bring that back. But I haven't found really the right place to be able to do that just yet. Oh, um, did, you join that did you join that writer's thing? On I Discord did. And here's the thing is you have to submit by Sunday at like 9 p.m. or something. Okay. And then they have, uh, you have to be in, like, a, a video meeting on Tuesdays. And Tuesdays I'm usually busy. Because oh. uh, I'm usually running, like, Mythic Plus and stuff with my guild. So it's okay. a little bit tougher for me to do that. Yep. Yep. Understandable. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to try and work something out. But uh, I did write a few things over the last few weeks. Uh, one ended up on Reddit. Nothing really came back. Like, no one really gave me feedback. I did send it to a friend of mine, though, and he's like, you write very short sentences. I'm like, well, it's because of what I was writing. Because it was, um, I don't, it was, it was on a writing prompt, and it was like, uh, you keep thinking about jumping off the roof of your, your building every time you go up there, but this time there's somebody there. And so it was, it was very, very kind of true to me scenario that it was like I've I've been in the spot of like not necessarily jumping off a roof but definitely in that spot of wanting to do that um <clears throat> and also talking about that uh with people that I know and so at least for me the feeling of like like thoughts kind of come in really kind of jagged you don't really know what you're thinking you're not thinking straight and so that it, it that comes out in the writing a little bit more on that one. I don't know if you read that one. I know I linked it to you though. Uh, which one? Okay, which one was that again? That one was uh, the jumping off the roof. Anna and John. Yes, I did read that one. Yeah, I did read that one. Yep. Yeah. So the one feedback that I had gotten was like, "Oh, well, your sentences are very fragmented." I'm like, "That's because your thoughts are very fragmented in those times." He's like, "Okay, I've never been in that situation before, so I can I can see that." So. So yeah, that that's I mean that's really the biggest thing that I've done aside from that video this couple weeks, is it? Yes. Wait. Yeah, it's when, been a couple weeks. When did yep. we last record? <laughs> when did uh, we do? Before, before I went to Gen Con. Yeah. So it's a couple and, weeks. And that yeah. was before Icon. Okay. And then I <clears throat> Yes, I did the video. Oh, and then I I've, I've been working on more episodes for Azeroth history. Oh, did I tell you I did some voice work? No. Wait, did yeah, you? No. Yeah, I did some voice work. Uh, I did some voice work for a Kickstarter. I did two voices uh, of the four characters. And, uh, you know what? I think... Um, you are I very should... quiet. You want to move a little closer to your mic there? Oh, 
Sorry. Thank you. Uh, sorry, I was, I was just muttering. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, I was doing some voice acting, and uh, I did two characters for this, and uh, I I want to find a link, but I, I I'll get it to you later. But it was pretty cool. We were I, I did two monsters. Oh, nice. And one monster was like, "Oh yes, <laughs> I am wonderfully evil." Right, and then, <laughs> and then the other one was kind of like, "Yes." Oh, it's so, delightful. I love it. Yeah, because one was kind of like a a ball with a huge mouth with with tusks coming out of his lower lip. So I, I figured if I was kind of like this, you would kind of capture the character, right? Yeah. So, so that's that one guy, and the other one was kind of a a, a blob with arms and 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 eyes. So he. He has a nice bubbly voice, and he and since he's a monster, he's delightfully evil, right? <laughs> so nice bubbly voice. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I love it. I think <laughs> I, you know what? I think I remember seeing your post about it. I think that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a lot of fun to do. Uh, I uh, we used <laughs> we used Discord to do that. Uh, me and me and two other gents. Nice. And we recorded this for somebody else who was doing uh, kind of like a uh, a box set of games or something. Oh, okay. I can't, I can't remember what it was for the life of me. I can't. Oh, damn concussion, concussion syndrome. Okay. You know what? We'll find it and then we'll post it somewhere. We'll probably have a link through. I'll put the link up through Instagram somehow. Okay. Probably with Google. Sounds good. Somewhere on that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! The, uh, speaking of the googly eyes, the, uh, yeah. that was a lot of fun. Oh, I don't doubt it. Uh, you know, I had no idea that just grabbing some fun tack and some googly eyes and then wandering around a convention, like googly eyeing things, could be so <laughs> entertaining just for me, let alone everybody else. But I had a ton of fun just doing that all on my own. That's awesome. And I got. I got a lot of nice reactions from people as well. Uh, there's <laughs> a googly eye to painting, <laughs> and uh, my my friend John, he's he uh, he said that the swagger as he was going up there, googly eye <laughs> <laughs> <that> painting. <laughs> I didn't think I was swaggering. I thought I was sneaking, but apparently I swagger when I sneak. You know what? I I don't disapprove of this at all. I think you should always swagger when you googly eye something. I'm swagger sneaking. Swagger sneaking. <laughs> Pretty soon you're gonna be your own. You're gonna be your own D and D class. <laughs> I think I already am. People have started statting me out. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they made the uh, gentleman for, or was it the gentleman? No, wait. Well, what do they call it? The old spice one. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's the gentleman. I think that's the gentleman. I think it yeah. was called the gentleman. Oh man, yeah. I love that one. Yeah, uh, one of my friends statted me out because it was uh, didn't stat me out, but statted my class. I can't remember what the hell it was called, but he created a class for me in uh, Pathfinder or. or uh, or D and D three three point five. Can't remember which, but That's he statted awesome. me out because uh, <laughs> he figured, he said there's there's nothing quite like uh, what I do. I don't know. 
I figure it's just a template, like Weirdo or something. Uh, no. No. no? There, you, you've got something special going on. <laughs> and I love it. It's great. <laughs> oh, I went, I went singing as well. Uh, of course, yeah. I went, uh, yeah. So I did that yesterday. And uh, I sang Tool because Tool's come out with a, uh, a new album and they've just released their stuff onto Spotify. Nice. So I figured I would sing some of that stuff. Nice. I don't sing, so I can't help with that. I have been, however, delving into some, like, really old WoW parodies on YouTube, so that's been fun. Well, you're a piano player, though, right? I was a piano player. I don't have a piano anymore. Oh, man. Yeah. You gotta remedy that. Well, piano. you haven't seen this new place where I live. Where the fuck am I gonna put it? <laughs> Oh, oh, I have no room. What if it was just one of those full-size keyboards? Uh, if it was like a Clavinova, I, I, I like if if I was if I knew I was actually gonna play it and work on musical stuff, then I I I would make an attempt to do it, and I would make a valid effort to actually be able to put it somewhere. But as it stands, no, (laughs) I'm not gonna do anything. What grade did you get to in piano? Um, I only finished grade five piano, I think. Oh, okay. In terms of like actual examinations and everything, I didn't really like that part of piano. Mm, like, yeah. my favorite thing that I learned in piano, I learned uh, the song that's the beginning of Save the Last Dance. Mm-hmm. I learned that. And then I also learned uh, A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I kind of sort of remember. My hand remembers it a little bit more than I do. Um, okay. But, yeah. So that that was what I liked in piano. I don't like having to take examinations and having to learn all this Mozart and stuff. I like contemporary music. I like new music. That's what I like. Mm. But I also can't write for shit. So, I mean, you know, there's that. I'm just the opposite. My hands don't do what, anything I want them to do, but I can write. So, are we saying that we need to team up and write a piano song? Yep. God damn it. Something googly and farty. <laughs> oh! Speaking of googly music, holy shit, did you see that thing I posted? I'm not sure. Hang on, I'm dying. <laughs> it was... It was these... This guy... Okay, there's this computer programmer who... Oh, was that the... The electric toothbrushes. Sure. Yes, the yes, electric toothbrushes. I saw that. And, and I everything and they were shaking. It was so cute and it was awesome. And I loved it. <laughs> and it was Sandstorm. <laughs> exactly. Darude Sandstorm. Oh, My nose is not happy with me right now. I snorted when you said googly and farty, by the way. Oh. My allergies have not been kind to me the last couple of weeks, so that hurt a little bit. <laughs> Fine, we're good. <laughs> you can't have googly without glee. Definitely not. I I agree with that. Alright, uh, should we get into some questions? Sure, All right. me. Alright, let's do this first question. This comes from Ben H. 
Is Doc still driving? <laughs> when I originally posted it for, for getting questions, I, I literally said, like, you were still driving home from Indiana. <laughs> so you were definitely still driving at that point. I really hope you're not still driving now. Cause... I'm not still driving now. Okay, the good. The fact that he asked if I was still driving, knowing that we were recording on Sunday. I didn't even know when we were recording yet. Like, I didn't even know yet. This was before I could even ask you when we were recording next. Oh, God. <laughs> so he asked on our questions thread if I was still driving. Yeah. Which, oh, quite frankly, guys, don't don't drive and, you know, do stuff like a fucking podcast on the fucking road. That's not safe. Don't do it. No. No. I, I, okay. Long and short of it, I'm not still driving. <laughs> I am sitting here with no pants and and recording a podcast. I think I'm wearing more than you. I'm actually wearing pajama pants. And You're a... wearing pajama pants? Yeah. Okay. And and That's... a snuggie. It it's I I turned up my air conditioner and aside from turning it down to record, I haven't actually turned it down in probably like I don't know, a month and a half. Oh man. So it's been pretty chilly in my in my apartment. <laughs> Mostly just so I can I can uh, bring out the snuggie and the blanket and yeah it's it's nice. Exactly, and it, it kind of moderates your computer temperature too, right? That too, yeah, it helps. All right, well that was a uh, Ben. That was a waste of a question, man. <laughs> so it was delightful, so I had to throw it in there. <laughs> <sighs> All right, my turn. My turn. Do random nonsense questions irritate you, or do you find them enjoyable despite it not having the core reason for the podcast? Nikki W. Okay, this is because I I did want this podcast to be a little bit more serious, but you know what? I really like how we've gotten to some fucking just weird conversations. <laughs> you know, we asked for people to, uh, hey, we want to talk about our creative lives. And then people just posted random shit. And it's changed the entire tone of the podcast from what we intended. But I'm okay with, with the flow seems to be fine. Honestly, yep. this uh, this also kind of ha- helps highlight our creative stuff. Because then exactly. we get to we make get, up stupid shit. <laughs> got to improvise. Uh, okay, what does this question even mean? <laughs> 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 Like when we get to talk about, uh, you know, chickens and elephants, or fish going through fish cannons. Yeah, fish cannons. Oh, that was that was lovely. That was that's There's... such a cool invention. There's an invention. I don't know where this is, but it's by Woosh Inventions Innovations. British rather. Columbia, isn't it? Was it British Columbia? I don't know. Looks... Regardless, they they kind of corral all these fish, and then they they uh, like person picks them up and puts them in this cannon, and it gets them across this dam in like a matter of minutes instead of like days. Um, and they also can kind of control like invasive species coming in and out which is great but like i saw the video and it just looked fucking ridiculous to see this fish flying through this tube to give everybody a visual what they're doing is they they get these salmon into this kind of like pre-pool thing right and salmon are not small fish you gotta hold them in two arms and so they grab this fish and they shove it into what looks like some sort of sphincter (laughs) And then, and then the the fish goes, and it gets sucked up into this tube, right? And then you see this, you see this fish flying at like Mach three down this tube, <laughs> whoosh, 
and the fish just go, whoa, fuck. And then it lands in this water. In, in, it's like, and it's so happy. Yeah, it's like it's, it's so like the breeding it... grounds and their spawning grounds. Like that, that's it's great. Fish. Okay, oh, ima- God, imagine so being shoved. Imagine being shoved into a water slide shaped by a sphincter, and then being sucked <laughs> at Mach three into a place where you're going to spend the rest of your life fucking. Like seriously. Wait, do fish die when they do that? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, that that. That just took a dark turn. I thought fish still survived after they. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I, th- I think the spawning grounds, or do they? Do... No, no. I thought Wait. they still had like time left. I don't think salmon do that. I have no idea. No, they 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 they, they literally spend the rest of their lives fucking until they die. They what? they they, they... <laughs> like. I feel like my whole vision of what the world is has just completely shattered. Okay, I have to look this up for you. Okay, okay, salmon. All right. How do salmon fuck? Uh... <laughs> Google's like, what are you I, doing? I, I... Okay. All right. So salmon. Uh... I'm seeing recipe uh... ideas. This is this is not the right Google search. Life cycle. Life cycle. Okay. So they lay they lay their eggs and they spend about one to five years, depending on the species, in the open ocean, uh-huh. where they gradually become sexually mature. Uh-huh. Like they, they aren't fucking at this point; they're just eating, yeah, they're just right? they're, they're just chilling and doing they're chilling and having a beer, and you know, and not being creepy. Yeah, and then the adult salmon then return primarily to their natal streams to spawn. Right, okay. so they're going right back to the, where where they kind of were born, right? Okay, yeah. And then they wait, wait, hang on. When a fish returns just after one year sea feeding, called grills in Canada, Britain, and Ireland, grills may be present at spawning and go grills. I'm okay, not... and, and go unnoticed by large males, releasing their own sperm on the eggs. Ooh. Okay, so those are like, those are just smaller fish, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, so they... <laughs> Salmon not killed by other means show greatly accelerated deterioration at the end of their lives. So, yeah, they they, they get sexually mature... And then race to 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 fuckville, and and fuck, and, and then... fuck and fuck and fuck and die. Wow. Okay, that's yep. not how I thought that went for fish. I'm so sorry, fish. Well, it's better than the way we fucking retire. Well, <laughs> I'm yeah. We stop fucking after a while. To be fair, though, I also don't think I'm ever going to retire. So then there's that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So you're going to keep fucking. I guess so. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible for men, so we'll have to see. I mean, I don't think it's possible for me either. So, we'll, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I've, I, I still got time. I don't know how much time, but, but there's there's time. We'll see how it goes. I'm not even going to go any further with this. Let's okay. get on to the next Let's question. Let's go to the next question. I think it's your... No, it's my turn. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a really long question from Mike because there's also a follow-up question in this. Uh, you're hired on to take creative direction of a franchise or IP, essentially, to be the Kevin Foggy of that universe. Which universe series would you take on? Wait, take... wait, 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 wait. Is that how you pronounce his name? Kevin Foggy? Yeah. I thought it was pronounced Kevin Feige. Well, I, I'm going by how everybody else pronounces it on the internet when they make videos and they actually say Kevin Feige. Okay. And this I think is including Feige sounds better. Simu Liu, who, all, who is now uh, the... Oh, shit. What's his superhero? What? Uh, there's a new Asian superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he's played by a Canadian Asian um, Asian actor. Oh, Shang-Chi! Yeah! Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Played one by of my Simu Liu. And Simu Liu time. also says Kevin Feige. So Okay, so yeah, that's the way it's gotta be. Yeah. I was so wrong. Okay, so anyway, go. keep going, keep going, keep so going. So anyways. So which universe or series would you take over? Following follow up, assuming you're permitted to decanonize any statement, supplemental material, or core material of your choosing, or scrub the timeline clean entirely, what, if anything, would you remove? Oh goodness. Uh what I would do uh <sighs> what would I do? What would I take over? There's so many things. There's a lot, yeah. But, oh god, and it would ha I have to pick, don't I? Yeah. Okay. Uh first of all, I'm going to tell you what it's a toss-up between. Okay. Toss-up between the new Star Wars movies and the new Star Trek movies. Okay. Both of which done by JJ Abrams and he fucked them both up. Mm, I mean, I disagree, but okay, let's keep going. Okay. Uh now, the the thing that he did that I didn't like was plot holes. He didn't he 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 took what was what I figured to be originally well-written scripts mm -hmm. and modified them and created plot holes in them. <laughs> uh the Star Wars ones I think are the ones that I would pick the most because I think that's the easiest to fix. Um just, but I wouldn't be changing it. Mm -hmm. I would just be doing minor edits, just minor edits, like, uh, um, I think Kylo Ren, uh, in the first movie, mm -hmm. would not be as powerful as he's shown in the original scene. I would reduce his power level to show that he's still kind of learning and he's all fucked up and stuff, right? And then that way that explains why he gets beat so easily by everybody at the end of the movie, right? Because he's not powerful yet. I would reduce his powerful his power level across that entire movie. Okay. Uh, and then uh, in the second movie, Princess... Now, I know what people say about, you know, the whole light speed thing. Okay. Taking a ship into light speed and ramming things, why haven't the Rebellion been doing this all along? All that other shit, right? Okay. Fine. Cool enough. We can accomplish the same kind of stuff with kind of a ram and then an explosion at regular speed, right? Not a problem. But I would not have Holdo doing that. I would have Princess Leia doing that. Leia would take the ship and be an ultra hero, sacrificing her life for the rebellion, destroying the fleet in a huge, massive explosion, whatnot, whatnot. And then that sets the stage for Holdo, 
who is a great character played by an amazing actress to be able to take her to, to take the reins right yeah i think well, missed opportunity right there and on top of that there's that whole luke and leia giving their lives in the same movie right it, it the the skywalkers that the loop is closed mm-hmm. right so well i think the plan originally at least for that part was like to have essentially all three of them have sort of their own movie for the end like for the last trilogy um and then episode nine was supposed to be leia and because carrie fisher passed away it kind of got muddled up so i think that was part of it ah yeah i i think i would have done han in the first one right Mm -hmm. and i would have done leia and luke in the second in the second one and then chewy in the third don't kill Chewie. I would totally no, kill Chewie. I hate third. you. No, don't kill Chewie. Don't kill I would my Chewie. Absolutely Chewy. kill Chewie. I love that Wookie. So do I. But that would be he needs to pass on the torch to somebody else. Hey, do you think just a quick question about the porgs? Cuz uh, I mean they're they're looking at him while he's eating their family. What what say again? Which uh, the, say the again? porgs when they're when he, when they go to get Luke? The the porgs are looking at him. I'm still a little torn about what that look could mean. Is that uh, you're eating my family, how dare you look? Or is that a, can I have a bite? (laughs) (laughs) Are porgs inherently cannibalistic? Okay! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> oh goodness gracious <laughs> I'm still torn about what that qu- that look could be and th- that is my option we don't know anything about the ecolo- ecology of porgs right Mm-mm. what if the porgs eat each other when we're not looking oh shit oh my god it's a bloodbath it's a frenzy <laughs> like like maybe once or twice a week or something like that there's dead porgs all over the porg bones all over the place because the porgs are eating each other Oh my god, that makes so much sense now. Oh, they aren't looking at him like, oh, you're eating my friend. They're looking at him like, oh, please share some with us. Cooked us. Uh, sounds sir, very good to me right more? now. May I have some more? <laughs> okay. Okay, I've never thought of it that way, and now I am forever. <laughs> okay, uh, back to the question. Um... Okay, you mm. uh, okay, you you tell yeah. us. Now. I I told you what I would do. You know what? I think I'd <clears throat> I'd really like to do I'd like to continue the Warcraft line in terms of like I don't think it would be good as a movie. I think it would be better as a series personally, but I mean, yeah. Um but I'd like to take that over. And then Which one? The, like the like... Warcraft universe. I really love like Warcraft. The, like the 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 game universe, the movie universe. Uh, the movie universe. The universe? The, okay. It's it's the, a the little Warcraft bit like the MCU. Um, it's a little bit like the MCU in that the movie universe is completely different. <laughs> you just gotta invert the the M and it's a W W C. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, personally, right. I'd really like to continue that because, and I don't think it's ever gonna happen, but like. I had an absolutely fantastic time when I went to go see that movie. Partly because I made myself laugh, like, most of that fucking movie. Just, um, I love seeing movies on my own, and that is, oh, okay. that is one of my favorite ones that I've seen on my own. 
Like that that movie did well in the box office, didn't it? No, nope. it, it did oh, well in really? China in the box office. It did not do well in domestic. Well, why didn't the Warcraft players go see it? Because uh, there's there's like I think billions of, them, of dollars worth of. I think like, some of Warcraft them did. Games. Like I wasn't actually even playing Warcraft at the time, but I definitely went and saw it. But a lot of people were not happy with some of the changes that they made. Which oh. I was totally cool with. For the most part. I mean, I would definitely... Did you see the movie before you played the game? Oh, no, 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 no. I was I was playing Warcraft... Um, I started in about 2006. Okay. Okay, WoW. so you were already like a, a WoW fanatic before you saw the movie, and you're still okay with it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But uh, then there's okay. a lot of people that I know that weren't okay with it. And some of the changes that they made, I think, arguably, they're better. I think they're like the entire franchise is better, and I think some of those changes have actually been made in the uh, game universe, too. Um, specifically the parental lineage of one character in the movie, um, she kind of has a moment with who... Okay, I need to explain something. Okay. So, in the movie... Like, in both universes, we have Garona, who's a half-orc, and she's a slave. And then we have Medivh, who is the person who ended up actually bringing the orcs... Like, inviting the orcs to Azeroth and opening the gate. Right. In the in the original game lore, Medivh is her dad. Okay. Or no, sorry, no. In the original game lore, he's not. In the movie, he is her dad. In the okay. in the game lore, they end up getting married and having a kid at some point. Oh, okay. Um, that kid seems to have been scrubbed from the the chron uh the chronicle. Well, for good reason. Um, and I don't think it's because of that. <laughs> from husband I, to dad, right? Well, no. Again, though, the the movie universe is completely separate from the game universe. It's, it's oh, really okay. weird how they did it. But um, essentially, in the in the movie, Garona's dad is Medivh. I don't remember in the game universe. I think she's half Draenei or something. It's very okay. confusing exactly how they did it. I don't really remember, but at least in terms of the like Warcraft Chronicles, they took her son with Medivh and they put him on page 404. Mm. Like they actually put that in the index of the Chronicles is that he's on 404, which neither none of those books are that long. So, he's been scrubbed. So I don't oh, know how okay. they changed that. I don't know exactly what they what they ended up doing to change that. But uh, Medivh... It, allowed, it caused some table flipping among the Warcraft fans? Yeah. Which, oh, okay. I mean, I, I'm okay with the change. It, it worked out well for the movie. Um, definitely a few things were maybe a little oversimplified. But they did it because I don't think they were sure if they were going to get a second movie <laughs> to be able oh, to continue okay. that. Which, I don't Got think it. they did. I don't think they, they're getting a second movie. Um, Lesson learned, Hollywood, always sign for a three-movie deal. Right? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, or do a series on freaking Netflix exactly. or Amazon. So I would like to continue the Warcraft something universe, and the first person that I would hire to like be my helper and stuff would be Chris Metzen. Who's he? He's the one who like essentially wrote most of the Warcraft lore. 
Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, so Makes sense. that would be like, yeah, we're gonna work together. We're gonna do this. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. There is so much in there that I could not even begin to explain what I would decanonize or like change or yeah that there's too much there okay all right next question you ask me down all right um what's something you saw at gen con which inspired i could make a game of that thoughts uh <laughs> short answer canada geese oh god <laughs> by the way this comes from matthew O. yeah okay i i'm so terrified to ask what exactly would you make a uh, game of for Canada Geese? Uh, a few freelancers and I had a few too many. And we're, <laughs> we're sitting at, uh, uh, after the Diana Jones Award, mm-hmm. uh, discussing the finer points of, of Canadians and how nice they were and stuff. And I'm going, well, there's exceptions <laughs> to that rule always, right? And they said, oh, yeah, the geese, the geese. Oh, my God, the geese. And I'm going, well... You do realize it's because Canadians, they, we siphon off all of our hatred and malice and our cruelty and our desire to rule all life. We we channel that into our geese and we send them south. <laughs> and then Ben Werner, who's who's uh, who is uh, <laughs> Melanie Meadows and Ben Werner and I were sitting around at the bar <laughs> and we were talking about this stuff. And Ben says, "Oh my God, that's a game." And Melanie goes, we could totally do this. And I'm going, yeah, okay, I'm in. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh shit! So we're gonna get so a game we, about ga- uh, we're gonna get a game about this, aren't we? Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a one to two page role, uh, one or two page role playing game, and uh, proceeds are gonna be going to charity. Sweet. And yeah, that's about it. Do we? <clears throat> do you know what charity yet? No, we haven't discussed it. Oh, okay. So, we just know so, that we're not going to take money for this. It's a two-page role-playing game. <laughs> well, that's good. So, but yeah, it's, so far we've we've made a lot of really hilarious shit. We were, uh, it, we're all contributing to a Google Doc, and uh, it's looking fabulous so far. Absolutely fabulous. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's something else to tell you that. I'm like, I'm so scared, but I'm also so excited for it. <laughs> Please get Ben to do the work, to do the art. <laughs> All right. Now, you didn't go to Gen Con. No. But what's something that you saw at the most recent convention you've attended that you would want to make into a game? Okay, so that would have been FanQuest. I don't... See, here's... The, this is hard for me, because I'm not a game... Like, I don't make games, really. Okay, well, um, what would you, uh, instead of game, what about book or story or or merch? Oh, man. This is a tough question. I mean, the most, like, prominent thing in my head was a writing prompt on Reddit that I can't share because I saw it and I was like, this is going in a D&D campaign. <laughs> I'm writing oh. this into a D&D campaign. Uh, so I can't share that one yet because I'm still working on that. Um, okay, but that's a good example. Yeah. So that 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 was something. 
I mean, every now and again, I have stuff that happens in dreams that I'm like, man, I would love for this to be an actual thing. But then, of course, well, but like by a few hours later, I don't remember the fuck I just dreamt. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I had gone to FanQuest, I hadn't seen Good Omens yet, but there was so much adorable fan art and mm. like just awesome cosplay of... Um... Oh, God. Speaking of Good Omens. I can't even remember their fucking... I, there's so much good fan art of them that I just... I love it. They're adorable. Speaking of Good Omens... Which one's your favorite character? Fuck. You gotta pick one. God damn it. <laughs> this is... I really like Anathema. <laughs> I really do. I love her. Yeah. She's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Crowley's great. I I also just love David Tennant. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, though. Seeing David Tennant in any role is just... It's, it's almost a little weird after seeing him and Jessica Jones. He did a really good job, but... He's a really mm. good villain. Uh, <laughs> I'm familiar with David Tennant. Yeah. From Doctor Who. See, I never, I, I could never get into Doctor Who. I, I'm familiar with his time as Doctor Who. But at the same time, yeah, like, I know him from a lot of other stuff, too. He's a great villain. Absolutely. I would say I most like Crowley, but I really like Anathema. Okay. How about you? Who's your favorite character? Gotta be Crowley. He and I are kindred spirits. Okay. I'm also just like looking at how I'm sitting right now. I'm like, I'm sitting a lot like him. <laughs> Mind you, I think most people think of me um, being more in line with the Zarephale, which is yeah, I which is which is my second favorite character. But uh, I, I think tomorrow. Azarafel will be my favorite character, and the day after that, it'll go back to being Crowley. And... Uh, okay, so for you, it's gonna swap. Uh, see, yeah. I can absolutely see you as Azarafel. I yeah. absolutely can. <laughs> Especially after seeing a really cute little fan art of um, it was Gabriel Crowley and Azarafel with uh, tea, coffee, and hot cocoa, specifically, <laughs> respectively. It was so great. <laughs> It's a fair cop. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Which is probably why my favorite character today is uh, Crowley because uh, I'm like a Zerofel. So there you go. <laughs> He'd never claim himself as his favorite character. Definitely his not. Best friend, right? Yeah, that ending was great. I love that. That's such a good show. I like that show a lot. Me too. I really it's hope. I really hope they get to make more. <laughs> oh, let's see. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that that I've, I've been thinking of that was that I or that I saw that was like, oh, I want to make that. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. What about into an adventure? Hmm. I mean, there's one thing that I am putting in an adventure that I can't say because I'm planning on doing that into a podcast. So I don't want to like give that plot line away. <laughs> right, because then your players will go, well, shit, we'll just do this, that, and that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Spoilers! I will totally tell you uh, when we're not recording, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's definitely things that I'm like, oh man, I'd love a hat of that, and I'd love to make a hat of that. But right now, the like the limitations of actually making physical things are, are a little bit too much. Yep. 
Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, and then there was that writing prompt about, you know, going up to the roof of your building. And I was like, huh, I want to write this. And so I wrote it and put it on Reddit. Rawr. <laughs> Uh, I guess let's go with the next question. The rest of these okay. are really Gen Con questions, so I'm just gonna go ahead and ask you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna warp them after after we're done. I'm totally okay with that. Um, <clears throat> okay. I'm also gonna warp this one a little bit. This one comes from Melanie. Okay. Where was your favorite place to crop dust at Gen Con? Now I'm gonna warp this a little bit and ask ev for one for every year. One for every year. Yeah. So oh, you've been going goodness. since 2015, right? Uh, I've been going for five years, so uh, uh, no, this is my fifth one. So yeah. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Yeah, yeah. So, so fifteen was my first. So your favorite place, <clears throat> place to crop dust every year at Gen Con? Okay, uh, my favorite place to crop dust at Gen Con year one was the massive lineup waiting for uh, waiting for your your badge to get your access. <laughs> oh, we showed up at uh, 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 we showed up at the convention center to pick up all of our badges and stuff, and there was this massive line going all the way down the convention center, almost all the way outside of the convention center. And uh, this is just evil because, uh, like, they can't even get away. Yeah, <laughs> and Robert Schwab, uh, who I've been friends with online forever, uh, he sees me in, in my googly beard shirt. He he <laughs> says, "Doc," and I go. Rob, and then he comes up and he gives me a big hug, and I farted on the people that were behind me as if he was squeezing me like a squeeze toy. <laughs> now, of course, I, I didn't. I didn't want to do it loud because I didn't. Because well, it's Rob Schwalb, right? It's, it's Rob, <laughs> so I didn't do it loud. I did it quiet. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he squeezed me like a squeeze toy, and that was that was my favorite favorite time. Then it was in the lineup. <laughs> So evil uh, too, because like nobody there can actually run away. They have to right. wait in line. That's mean. <clears throat> now the second year, uh, I was going to meet up with. Uh, I can't remember who I was meeting up with that year, but there was this uh, very posh uh, establishment that I was meeting them at, and uh, I heard people who weren't. There were no gamers there right but it was the only place that was kind of open at the time mm -hmm. and i figured you know what would be great for me to do with all of these kind of rich people <laughs> i'm gonna fart on these rich people and i farted on the rich people it's great <laughs> now contrary to popular belief i can't fart on demand i need to load myself up first but there's just so many so many foods at gen con you can't help but load yourself up Tons of cheese and whatnot, right? Oh, and so. I've, I've witnessed some of your farts, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I so it, it happens. Uh, for oh god, it was uh, uh, 2017 was the 50th anniversary of Gen Con, and that one, my favorite place to let one go. Uh, now that I kind of knew everybody, was at the Any Awards, <laughs> uh, and it was it, at the Any Awards during the break because then people wouldn't know it was me because nobody kind of <laughs> knew what my nobody knew what my calling card was at the time, so it uh, it was just uh, great to 
participate in the event and and get famous game designers blaming each other. It was great. Uh, the year after that, uh, my favorite place to crop dust was uh, uh, the bar at the Omni because uh, I was hanging out with Green Ronin at the time and I had a lot to prove. <laughs> and uh, this year, uh, my favorite place to crop dust at Gen Con, I never actually made it to. Oh. Uh, I was trying my best to save it up to to get to the wedding games booth where where Brandon and and Matt were every now and again, so I could crop dust that area. But I always ended up crop dusting civilians on my way to try and drop it there, right? <laughs> and uh, accidentally crop dusted uh, Jolly Blackburn's booth where nights at the dinner table. You know, one of the guys I look up to in the industry, like hardcore, you know, I've been reading his stuff for decades and, you know, I crop dusted his and, uh, uh, he knows me well enough by now that he probably blamed me. So, uh, but that was, uh, that was just a part of our little thing that all the freelancers for wedding games did, mm -hmm. uh, where we created something called fart wars. <laughs> oh my God. Now. All of us got together before the convention online and chat and said, okay, whenever one of us has to fart, we're going to run down to Wedding Games or, uh, or, uh, uh, uh yeah, we're just going to do this at Wedding Games, I think. Yeah. So we're going to go down to Wedding Games and we're going to drop the fart there. And, uh, at the end of the convention, we're going to, we're going to declare a winner. <laughs> so there was, there was, uh, what, 15 of us, I think. Who were uh, who were loading up and going down to drop bombs on on wedding games? Uh, there was no accidents, as far as I'm aware. Uh, but I am disappointed. I never ended up actually making it to the booth before I dropped my payloads. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, so you're definitely a, not the winner. <laughs> no, I definitely did not win. I did not win this time around. Uh, I think Melanie Medors won this one. You know uh, what makes me giggle about that is. Um... First of all, it's the fact that you guys are actually like planning on crop testing. <laughs> that um, <laughs> this also reminds me of like when I first got into Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, I started looking up like stupid games online, and one of them was like you make an air freshener bomb by like tying a zip tie to like a Febreze container, <laughs> and then like pulling that and throwing it and running away. I don't know exactly which ones were nefarious. <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking those up, and they were like all office games, so nothing that was actually gonna like be part of my life. I don't think at any point. Oh. <laughs> well, you'll have to send me the list because that would be cool. Oh god, this was from forever ago. I... Oh man, I wonder if you can save a fart in a bag. You're you'd be the only person that I would know that would know this. Oh my god, that would have solved all my problems. Well, Ziploc on. bags, hang on, hang fucking on. freezer bags. What? Go ahead. There are companies now that sell air. Yeah, I know they sell air, but I'm not selling air. I'm selling farts. <laughs> or, or or giving farts, because farts... Friends are who farts are for. I mean, when, right? when you really... You don't want to sell them. You, when you really gifts. think about it, though, <laughs> it's not much different than selling air. Well, they, They're bottling you, up air. Well, no, it's, it's... it's. I'm not Nestle, okay? <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> Nestle sells... and. 
copyrights and patents, water and air. <laughs> I, what I give as a service and, and a and a charitable thing, I give these to the needy. I and remember there need... used to be a birthday card about farts and friends and how they fit together. Well, f- no. <laughs> friends are who farts are for. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> Squirrely Dan said it said it best, you know, and you don't want to sell that stuff, but you definitely want to capture it and share it later. So I think freezer bags, like double Ziploc freezer bags, I might be able to capture my essence and, and, and share it at longer ranges and deploy it later. Uh, and that, that could have solved my whole problem. But uh, I, yeah, can, you know what? Can yeah, I opt definitely. out of uh, beta testing this? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can opt out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My cat already gives you a run for your fucking money, man. I don't need more. <laughs> He's got some moments. Uh, all right, now, I'm going to turn this question around on you. Shit. Where do you like to fart at conventions and let people appreciate it? You know, I... You don't fart? I don't fart a lot anymore. <laughs> you claim not, not to. That's not to I've say you s- don't. I have been there. When you dropped a bomb so fierce, it made my eyes water. So, <laughs> <laughs> when was that again? That wasn't in public, though. I think that was my, my apartment. That was your apartment, yeah. yeah I... But that was an enclosed space, yeah. and, and frankly, it was against the Geneva Convention. <laughs> that one might have been my cat, actually, or that might have been a team up between me and my cat. Blame the cat. Always blaming the kid. Hey, you smelled his farts too. He gave you. I know what his farts smell like. They smell the same every time because you feed him the same food. So I know what. I've been swapping up his food because I'm too broke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I know how I know what he smells like. You have a certain signature yourself. (laughs) It's more that like when when I'm like out in public, I tend not to eat foods that really make a lot happen (laughs) okay um and really that's only since going gluten-free is it kind of helps that depends though if i eat a lot of chili oh man (laughs) (laughs) that's why i haven't been farting much lately i haven't been making chili in the last like couple years man you gotta make chili i gotta make some more chili okay so if you were to make a big pot of chili, eat that pot of chili, and then head out to a convention, where would you prefer to drop it? I, I'm very nefarious in my plans. Somebody who I really don't like, I th- I would go by them, and make sure that all of the blame gets put on them. Yep, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, I've done that. Uh, that's one of one of my one of my signatures. <laughs> You have one story that you still haven't told in this podcast yet that uh, absolutely fucking kills me every time you tell it. Wait, 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 wait. Was it, is this the one at the bar? No, it's it was at I believe it was at Gen Con and it was during someone's game. Oh no 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 no, no. that was Prairie Con. Oh okay. Well, regardless, are, it was are, someone's game. Are you, are you oh, talking you about tell... when when I when I was absolutely and utterly cruel with the BattleTech <laughs> game? Is that one? I think that's the one. Yeah. God. Okay, guys, sit down. Guy. Get some popcorn. This is amazing. God. Okay. So, <laughs> picture this. Uh, Prairie Con in Brandon, Manitoba. Uh, I'm staying at my my friend uh, my friend's place. And uh, Dave and Candace make me some breakfast. 
and I've had okay the night before I had Pizza Hotline pizza. Ugh. Anybody in Winnipeg knows Pizza Hotline, and anybody in Brandon knows pizza, Brandon knows Pizza Hotline. Uh, it is a good beginning catalyst for the monstrosity that's about to take place the next day. So that ferments in my gut for for overnight, and the next morning. Uh, I have an amazing breakfast of like uh, eggs. Uh, I think it was like like multi-grain toast and uh, hash browns, and I think it was a uh, corned beef hash. And so I had that for breakfast, and then I had an extra large Tim Hortons double double on the way there and i had to show up for a BattleTech game now i was trying out the the brand new BattleTech box set stuff right and there was a guy running the game and there was uh four of us playing right there was uh no there was five of us playing because i was standing on one side of the table with three guys the game master was at the end of the table there's two guys on the other side and uh, I had this rumbling going in, in, in my tummy. I'm going, whoa, man. You know, uh, I, I, I can't hold this in. It's uh, it's expanding. It's uh, <laughs> something that I, I can't hold back. It's like, so I figured, you know what? I'll just do it quiet and, and you know, I'll be good to go. Not a problem, right? So, so I let my first fart go. And I'm surprised nobody saw this fart because it it was palpable and it was uh it was it was crazy uh, like the guys on my side of the table started looking at each other i shrugged right because <laughs> uh, not me you know and the, and the the guy running the game you could see it you could see that 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 the uh the stank had kind of brushed <laughs> against his face and brushed against his face like uh, like those uh, those freaking curtain thingies in a car wash <laughs> <laughs> and and <laughs> he just kind of shakes his head for a second oh oh god <laughs> and you could see that look on his face right and so I walked over to the other side of the table and hmm hum and, I'm, and the guys on that side of the table are going, they're, they're still kind of looking at each other because they believe me for some reason and I'm going oh my god I gotta do it again so so I, I, I let another quiet one go, but this time I exited the area before it had emanated toward <laughs> the other players and the GM. So I come back to the other side of the table. And <laughs> so <laughs> one of the guys turns to the other and goes, Was that you? No. You bullshit, it was you. <laughs> And he starts blaming the other guy, right? And I'm going, I got away with this. And the GM, <laughs> and, and okay, by this time, the, the area has kind of been permeated by this stuff because it's hanging there like an old fucking tarp. And <laughs> and so everybody's stepping back from the table, except for the GM who's, who's running the game like a champ. He's at the end of the table and he's not moving away. He's muscling. His, he's muscling this out, but there's definitely a change in his voice. Like, okay, and, and you gotta move your guy over here. It's just it's hilarious, right? And I'm going, 
hey guys, hang on a sec. I'll be right back because I figured, you know, <laughs> I got to share this with the other tables. So I walk over to uh, uh, to my buddy Dan's table. He's running, um, oh, what was that? Uh, Formula D. The, it's a little race, racing car board game. And talking to him, I let my fart go, shake his hand, and take off, right? And then that's when the stench hits all of his players when I've already reached another <laughs> table. And his players start start berating Dan for having, like, a rotten gut and stuff like that. It was hilarious because this this was so thick that it took forever to kind of travel through the air, right? Because it had, it, it had to, I don't know, maybe breathe or become life or something like that on the way. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was it was crazy, and so I did that at another table, and I, I I said, you know what? I think that's probably enough. I think I'm done now. But yeah, it was it was crazy. I it was one of the most epic things I've ever done, fart wise ever. <laughs> I'm currently trying not to die. Ah. <laughs> oh. hmm. oh. <laughs> I don't even remember how many times I've heard this story. I've heard this story a bunch of times before, and it still fucking kills me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, that is one formula to get get Doc going. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. Right. Next question is mine. Uh, (laughs) Name a small moment at a convention that you cherish still to this very day. Patrick Stewart holding my hand while I was crying. Oh. I like how there's like no not even any like hesitation. You, you have to you have to okay. relate the story. Okay. I'm sorry. That is just That too is totally fine. Adorable. So uh I mean it, it it's no I I don't hide it and I definitely try and uh have a little bit of open conversation with this, but I do suffer from very serious depression. Um to the point of it, it it doesn't go well a lot of the time. Uh, this was back in 2012. He came here, so this was like very early days of my depression. I, it was it, it was horrible. <clears throat> but what I had discovered, even very early on, is that Star Trek can help me through this. So whenever I felt like really bad, not safe, not trusting myself, I can sit down watch Star Trek, and essentially force myself not to move. This does have some some consequences of, like, I don't really eat a lot <laughs> during this time, but and that sucks. But at the same time, I greatly have... I have a certain love for, especially the, the Next Generation cast, that, like, they are essentially the first ones that have saved my life. So when I met Patrick Stewart, I'm like, you know what, I have to thank you for this, because, like, this is something that is super fucking close to me. I'm totally going to cry right now <laughs> to like the story. Oh, um, and, uh, when I went up to see him, they're like, no, you can't hold his hand. You can't, sh- you can't shake his hand. Anything like that. He, he doesn't like, like, he doesn't like touching people, which I get like, there's a good, you know, 10,000 people at this convention. That's, that's a lot of germs. I totally get it. Um, but of course I'm the fan that starts crying. <laughs> And he reached out and held my hand. He's like, "You do it. It's gonna be okay." Oh, that that is just amazing. Yeah, and <laughs> many more Star Trek since then. So yeah, so thank you, Patrick Stewart. Love you. And I'm crying right uh, now. <laughs> oh, so cute. Anyway, 
Oh. Okay, so what's your moment that you cherish? Uh, at, uh, I'm going to answer this question as a two part. Uh, I'll talk about Gen Con this year, and then I'll talk about Gen Con uh, in general as a, since I've started going. This year, I was sitting around with the Wedding Games freelancers and some Onyx Path freelancers as well. And we were all at the Omni in the hotel lobby, and we all had had a drink. We were with uh, Brandon and Matt from Wedding Games. And uh, Brandon, I think it was Brandon that said that they were using my, they were running my game for people as they came through. Mm-hmm. And I almost started crying right there in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I got it together, but yeah, it was it was it was one of the most validating moments of of my entire creative life. Was that moment? That was the moment for me. And uh, as for Another moment that I cherish at Gen Con was with the first person that I met in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Anna Meyer. She is a map create uh, map creative. She creates maps, mm-hmm. and the stuff she makes is absolutely gorgeous. We were both uh, doing stuff for uh, the Ed Greenwood group at the time. And we decided to meet up and we had lunch and we really, really connected uh, as, as, as human beings. And we go out of our way to see each other at every Gen Con now. And that one moment meeting Anna was one of the biggest moments for me. One of the biggest moments for me uh, going to Gen Con ever. That's awesome. You okay? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a I've had a day of tears today because um, we're recording this on August 10th, which is also very sadly the anniversary of Robin Williams passing. Um, yeah. And I was going through my Facebook memories because well, I, I I like going through my Facebook memories. Like even if there is still kind of shitty stuff in there, there's there's still some lovely gems in there. Um, one of them though that like it was the day that he passed i was like wow like um i have a really hard time with that with that kind of passing that it's like man if they can't get help fucking what kind of help can i get um it 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 really fucks with me in a way that not a lot of people will understand ever and i hope you don't understand because it sucks it really does aside from that i really hope you don't understand um but uh my friend had popped up on that particular one that uh, he w- he was also having a rough time, and that's another friend of mine that passed away um, a few years ago. So, yeah, today's been a day of tears. Yeah, I've just been sitting around, you know, yeah. uh, trying to get back into the swing of things uh, now that I'm back in real life. And the last couple of days, I've just been basically sitting around in my uh my undies or shorts or whatever and <laughs> no just <pants. laughs> no pants uh, i am not pantsing this weekend at all i am 
just going to relax and rest. I don't get a lot of rest these days. Uh, That's good. So I'm just resting. It's good that you're resting, sorry. Not not yeah. good that you don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually have to put on pants after because I have class tonight for lightsabers. Yay. But, but yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, today, today's a little bit of a rough day. Yeah. Um, Me too. Yeah. Me too. It's after, though. I'm not excited to put on pants. Well, you're going to put on pants to do something you love. That right? is true. So I do love fighting do... with a lightsaber. We're not actually fighting today, though. We're I'm finally working on the third uh, the third lightsaber combat. Uh, Shicho, or not Shicho, sorry. No. Hi. Wow. Hi, Brain. Oh my god, I can't remember what it's called. Oh my god. I don't know names anymore. Oh. <laughs> This happened last night, too. I had to, like, explain raid fights, and I'm like, I don't remember what this thing is called, but it does this. And then, like, <laughs> uh, a few people in my in my raid group were like, hey, hey, it's it's this. I'm like, I know. You know what? The amount of information that I have in my head at any given time, I'm amazed any of it comes out at all. <laughs> 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 Which is why when I, when I, like, actually writing my podcast episodes for Azeroth of History... Like, I have to, like, actively go and search out stuff and make sure that it's all in order. Otherwise, I'm going to fuck it up completely. <laughs> I, I I have knowledge. It is good knowledge. I just don't necessarily have the ability to access it at any given time. <laughs> any prep. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Well, we should, get, we should uh, end off so you can get off to your lightsaber combat. I have a shower first. Ugh. Actually, a shower will be nice. And then pants. Ugh. Well, I'm not putting pants on. I'm just going to get down to writing. I'm really jealous of that, and I wish I could also just not wear pants. I mean, you know what? They'll be yoga pants, at least, so that'll be nice. Ooh, yoga yeah. pants. Yoga pants Those... are comfy. I was told that yoga pants don't count as pants. Woohoo, not wearing pants. Do, do pajama pants count as pants? I mean, they're called... Okay, here's the thing. They're called yoga pants, pajama pants. Like, sure, they don't count as, like, business casual attire that you can wear to work. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they're called pants. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think they still count as pants. It's possible. I don't know. I'm just going by what I was told. Okay, well, I'm going to say that that's wrong, just because they're called yoga pants. Um, okay. But they don't count as work attire. Okay. So I'll go for that. All right. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, I am Googly Doc signing off. And I am Senpai. Have yourselves a great couple weeks. Yes. We'll see you soon. And we'll notice you next time. Bye-bye.